Are you ready to inject a little punk rock DIY ethos into your indie author career? Join me, best-selling author Steph Green, for the Rage Against the Manuscript podcast, where we're going to explore how to tell your story, find your readers, and build a badass author brand. For more info, check out our website at www.rageagainstthemanuscript.com. Hi writers, it's Steph here again and welcome back to another episode of the Rage Against the Manuscript podcast. I would just like to begin by apologising for the kind of whooshing sound that you're hearing in the background. It's windy as all hell up here in Southhead today and so there's just kind of nothing I can do about that unfortunately. I've kind of got to sit where I'm sitting for the for the for the thing I've got to sit here. So, uh, yeah, so you're just going to hear a bit of wind and um, hopefully it's not going to be too bad. But yes, so today we are going to be talking about Kindle Unlimited or Wide. What is Kindle Unlimited? Should you be in it? What's wide? Should you be wide? You know, kind of, it's this either or question, this adversarial question that often stops you know, newer authors in their tracks. You know, this is a this feels like such a big decision, and everyone has very strong opinions on both sides of, it, of the matter. And I just want to talk about a few different things and kind of clear the air a bit and kind of give you a sense of what you're getting into if you're in Kindle Unlimited and what you're getting into if you are wide. So, without further ado, let's get going. So first of all, I think it's really important to define Kindle Unlimited and define what I mean by wide. So Kindle Unlimited is Amazon's Spotify for Books program. So this is a book subscription service. So what this means is that as a reader, if you join Kindle Unlimited, you will pay a monthly subscription of roughly $10 US a month. So it's $10 US and then it's about that in other countries. So roughly $10 US a month. And for that subscription fee, you are able to to read any book that is enrolled in the Kindle Unlimited program, which is around a million books. So any of this one million books for free. And you can download up to 10 books onto your Kindle at a time. And then when you finish reading a book, you return the book and then you have a slot free and you can borrow another book. So it kind of seems like you can only read 10, but actually you can read as many as you like. Now, these free books that you can read, um, as I said, they, it only applies to books that are enrolled in Kindle Unlimited. So as an author, what does it mean if you enroll your books in Kindle Unlimited? So the first thing that that means is that you are exclusive to Amazon. Amazon only wants exclusive content from self-published authors in Kindle Unlimited. So this means that if you enroll your books in in KU, which is our shorthand for Kindle Unlimited, if you enroll your books in KU, you are not allowed to put your books on Apple, you're not allowed to sell your ebooks on your website, you're not allowed to put them on Kobo, you're not allowed to do any of that stuff. Now this just applies to the ebooks, and it only applies to the ebooks in the language that you've published them in. So if you have an English book in Kindle Unlimited and you translate that, that book into German, you then have the choice to choose whether you want to put the German book into Kindle Unlimited or take it wide, and it doesn't impact your English book. So that's the first thing, you're exclusive to Amazon, and you're exclusive to Amazon for 90 days. So you enroll your your books in Kindle Unlimited for 90 days at a time. 
and during that 90 days your book has to be exclusive. When that 90 days is finished you can choose to either re-enroll your book in Kindle Unlimited or just keep it kind of keep it in there all the time or you can take it out and take it wide. Now the other thing about Kindle Unlimited is it gives you a few benefits. There's these things called Kindle Countdown Deals where you can set a book at a discounted price, so for example 99 cents, and you will keep 70% of the royalties as opposed to normally if you set a, set a book for 99 cents you would only get 35% royalties. So Kindle Countdown Deals um, run for about 7 days and they're very very good for when you are running uh, promos, you know, cheap promos on books. And the other thing that you can do is you can also set a book free for five days. And you can do that once uh, every every 90 days. So every 90 day re-enrollment you can do one of those two things. So that's another benefit of Kindle Unlimited. And then the final thing uh, to know about Kindle Unlimited is that you are paid differently. So whereas with a sale, if a person buys the book, you are then given the percentage of the royalties of that sale price that you're owed. So if someone buys a book for $3.99 on Amazon, you get 70% of those royalties as a sale. In Kindle Unlimited, things are a bit more complicated. What Amazon does is they take all the $10 that all of the readers have paid, and they dump that into what they call the Kindle Unlimited pot. And they then top up the pot every month by an undisclosed amount. Well, they disclose it, but it changes every month. So by a changing amount to get it up to a certain level. And then what they do is they have this, this special algorithm that measures your KENPC, which was your Kindle edition normalized page count. You don't have to sort of know this, but your KENPC is a page, is a standardized page count of your books. And each book has a KNPC number, and that is the number of pages that Amazon considers your book to be in Kindle Unlimited. Now this is different from the number of pages that will show on your product description page. And the reason that this differs is because, of course, every person that uploads a, an, an ebook to Amazon is going to do it slightly differently. They're going to have slightly different formatting, um, and the formatting is going to change, you know, how many pages are in the book. So the book that I format may have, you know, 10 fewer or 10 greater pages than a book that you format. And Amazon wants this to be standard, they want it to be fair. So that's why they use this algorithm to kind of create a, a fair assessment of how many pages are in my book against how many pages are in your book. Make sure that we get the same amount. And that's really important for what I'm about to talk about. So then, every month, Amazon measures the number of pages, the number of KENPC pages, that readers in Kindle Unlimited have read of your books. So for each book, you get a total of, you know, so readers have read, you know, 25,000 KENPC pages in, in this one book, and maybe they've read 4,000 in this other, this other book. So for each book, you, you end up with a total with the number of pages that have been read. Then Amazon will divide the total KU pot of money by the total number of KENPC pages read across all authors in Kindle Unlimited. And then that will give them a, a per page read figure that they're going to pay. And this figure is usually around 0.045 of a cent. And this is what they then 
times that figure by the number of pages that you have had read and that is what they will pay you. So the amount that you get paid for a, for a full read through of a book depends on how long your book is. So obviously longer books in Kindle Unlimited will get paid more and also the amount that they will pay per page read. And this amount changes every month and you don't find out the amount until 15 days after the end of the month. So you, you can't sort of accurately predict exactly what you're going to earn from, from KU until the 15th of the following month. So that's a bit annoying and, and it sounds a bit complicated, but all you really have to know is that the 15th of the following month you, you're going to be told exactly what you'll be paid for the number of pages read that you have. Now there's one final thing that you need to know about Kindle Unlimited and that is Kindle Unlimited All-Star Bonuses. Now Amazon is trying to encourage more authors and, and, and more big name authors to stay in Kindle Unlimited because they want that exclusive content, they want this benefit for their customers. So they introduce the All-Star Bonuses. So these are bonuses paid to the, the top 100 um, best, most read books and the top 100 most read authors in the US, the UK, and Germany. I think Germany is calculated slightly differently. And the payments will vary uh, depending on where you sit in that category. So the top 1 to 10 authors get a massive chunk of money. I think it's like 25,000 each. And the bottom sort of um, 25 authors get uh, like $500 each and so these are bonuses that are paid every single month um, and they it, it, you know it's a very generous thing and it's an extra bonus on top of everything else so if you are a high seller in Kindle Unlimited it becomes even more beneficial for you to stay there because of these bonuses now I'm not going to talk too much about these because you know for, for, for many of us bonuses are not going to be um, sort of part of our marketing plan they're really nice to get um, I have had a couple in my lifetime and it, it's a really wonderful surprise um, but it's not something that you should sort of run your life expecting to get. So that's Kindle Unlimited. So now we're going to move on to wide. What am I talking about when I talk about being wide? So basically this is the opposite. This is where your books are available widely across all platforms. So your books are on Amazon but they're also on Kobo, they're on Apple, Barnes & Noble, Google Play, which are the four, the four big wide retailers, and then they may also be available other places. So being wide means that you're able to, to sell your ebooks into libraries. It means you're able to use platforms like Radish, which is a platform where you can divide your story into like little serialized episodes, and, and it's quite popular actually. Um, you can sell your ebooks from your own website. You can do all sorts of things. You, you can sell your books wherever you want to whomever you want because you are white. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to talk about the benefits and the drawbacks of um, both Kindle Unlimited and Wide. And this is I'm doing this basically so that you can make your own decisions about which one is going to be right for you. And then I'm going to talk about what I do at the end and about how you can kind of have the best of both worlds. So first of all, Kindle Unlimited. So the benefits of Kindle Unlimited, the first big benefit is obviously these free runs and the Kindle countdown deals. So the thing about, um, so, so free runs and Kindle countdown deals are really great ways that authors can use to 
pull in new readers um, by putting their books for free or for 99 cents and um, capitalizing on that 70% royalty. So many authors in KU will use the free runs and the 99 cent ones very strategically um, in combination with advertising in order to draw in new readers and to bump their books up in the algorithms. So the, <laughs> so the second big benefit to Kindle Unlimited is that it is a really great way for, for newer authors to kind of hit the ground running and, and build a readership sort of more more quickly and establish themselves quite quickly. And, and there's several reasons for this. The main one being that in Kindle Unlimited, readers have already paid their subscription fees. So they kind of feel as though all the books are free, even though actually they've paid for them in their own way. So readers feel the books are free, so they're more likely to take a chance on a new author than in, you know, if, there's a, if it's a wide situation where they have to actually fork out some money having not had experience as an author before. So this is one of the reasons why Kindle Unlimited is, is really great. It's great for new authors because it allows you to sort of start to build an audience because people can take a chance on you. Okay, Kindle Unlimited has also become a, like a major portion of the revenue um, for authors in certain genres. And that's because Kindle Unlimited really encourages readers who are binge readers. Um, the, the readers who, who read a huge amount in their chosen genre. So this is like romance, author, uh, romance readers, urban fantasy readers, thriller readers. All these kind of readers are just flock to Kindle Unlimited because it, it allows them to binge so many books per month and that's super cool. What that means is that if you are in one of these genres it's a really good idea to to really strongly consider at least trying Kindle Unlimited for, for a series and, and seeing how it goes. And then of course the final benefit is that Kindle Unlimited is pretty easy. You know, you've got one platform to deal with, you just upload your book to Amazon, you tick a little box, and then you sort of set it and forget it. You don't have to worry too much. And a lot of people prefer this over wide where you have to shag around with like five or more different platforms. So that and, and you know that is a benefit and I wanna you know wanted to point that out. So what are the drawbacks to Kindle Unlimited? So, firstly, the first drawback is that you are exclusive to Amazon. So this means that readers can only get your books on Amazon or only get your ebooks on Amazon. And for some people, this is just not tenable. Uh, and that's why you know many people choose to go wide because they they uh, you know they don't feel good about having their books ex exclusive to Amazon for various reasons. If you write in a market or if you often if you live in a country and you set your books in a country that doesn't have a big where Amazon doesn't have as big a stronghold as say the US, um, this is one reason why you might uh, consider not using Kindle Unlimited um, because you may be missing out on a, on a wider market share. Now the other disadvantage or drawback about Kindle Unlimited is that in order to really succeed in KU, you need to be very focused on the Amazon algorithms. Um, you, you know, you're, you're very much at the mercy of one single platform, and sometimes that platform fucks up. So you know, and if Amazon fucks up, like if they mess up, you know, your also boards or they, you know, they mess up your title or they don't put your book cover on your book, which has happened to me before. Um, 
and you launch a book and it, you know it doesn't go as well then a lot of the time it kind of sets the tone for the whole rest of your the life of your book like you know that launch is very important in kindle unlimited and ranking is very important in kindle unlimited and so you tend to get quite focused on your new releases um that's when people often talk about the the churn the churn and burn of of ku you know you set up you launch a book it's live for 30 days then it falls off what we call the 30-day cliff which is where your book stops having certain algorithmic boosts on Amazon because new books have come have come out and so books tend to fall off the end of this cliff and stop selling as well and then you basically got to put up another book if you want to keep doing as well and this can burn authors out quite a lot this this sort of constant feeling as though you're just peddling just to keep up uh, the other thing about Kindle Unlimited is, as I've talked about, you have to be very, very focused on the algorithms, and this often means you need to spend big money on ads and big money on marketing pushes for those Kindle countdown deals in order to make inroads in the popular genres in Kindle Unlimited. Um, it, it's very good for people who like ads and analytics and measuring things and testing things. But if you're not into that kind of stuff, um, this can feel really overwhelming and really daunting. You know, if you you, you really need to understand how the Amazon algorithm works, um, and if you if you can't wrap your head around that, then you know, this is going to be a big drawback to you. You're probably never going to do as well as the people that are, that are mastering this. And the, and the final drawback of Kindle Unlimited is that because readers in KU have paid this $10 and they do have the ability to binge anything they want for nothing, they do tend to be high volume, low loyalty readers. So this means that they tend to be more loyal to a trope and a genre um, and to KU. So they tend to first and foremost look for books that are in KU and Amazon shows them books that are that are in KU. So it tends to suppress, for those KU readers, it tends to suppress books um, that aren't in KU. And this also means that these are... These readers tend to want very specific tropes and they, they're just going to blast through 20 books that are in that specific trope and that's great, but they won't necessarily, if they finish your series, they're not necessarily going to move on to all your other series. They're just going to keep going through their big list of these cool new books um, that are in this, this, they have this trope or this trend that they're really into. Um, they're often very focused on new books. Um, the readers and yeah they, they tend to be less loyal than other readers so sometimes it can be a harder slog in Kindle Unlimited especially if you're writing in very popular genres like contemporary romance in order to build to build a loyal readership. So that's Kindle Unlimited. Now let's talk about wide. So the benefits of wide, the first big benefit of course is that you are not exclusive to Amazon. So you are, you're not in an all your eggs in one basket kind of situation. You have the ability to spread your risk um, and to spread your effort across multiple platforms. And you know, for different authors, different platforms are you know bigger than others. So for me, after Amazon, Kobo is my biggest platform. But for many other authors, it would go Amazon then Apple. Usually, Amazon is the most is the biggest for authors, but for a lot of people, you know, it's starting to become 
less of their, their full strategy. The second big benefit of wind is permafree. Now, permafree is where you... So there's this thing where, obviously, in Kindle Unlimited, you can set a book for free for five days in KU. But on Amazon, you can't actually put a book permanently free. There's, you know, the, the minimum you can charge for a book is 99 cents. However, other platforms allow you to set books for free. So all the other platforms allow you to just have a book that's free. And what you can then do, if, you, if you're wired, you can set all your books on other platforms to free. Set your book on Amazon to 99 cents. And then Amazon, who doesn't like to ever be you know, undercut on price, will see that the, the book's cheaper on other platforms and will price match your book to free. And this means that your book will be free all the time. What authors do is they, they take this perma-free strategy and they put the first book in their series free. And this is a way to kind of use wide platforms with the benefits that, that come with um, readers trying to find new authors in KU. So this allows readers to experience an author for free before they commit to buying. And it is one of the, the biggest benefits and one of the best strategies that authors use wide. And if you are wide, I thoroughly recommend you have at least one series where you have the first book as a perma-free. The other thing, of course, is that you can then advertise this perma-free. And perma-free ads, ads for free books, tend to be cheaper. So I'm talking about newsletter ads, um, so like BookBub and Bargain Books and things like that. So those ads tend to be cheaper for free books than they are for paid books. Now, with Amazon, with KU, you need to sort of do these big promo pushes where you spend like $2,000 on like two weeks of, of promo. But wide, because you're this reliant on Amazon and Amazon's algorithms, you can actually take a more sort of spread out approach. And most wide authors that I know, what they do is instead of doing these massive sort of condensed promo pushes, is that they'll just do like a couple of little promos on their perma-freeze once a month. So once a month they'll book a bargain book set, then the next month they'll book a Robin Reads, and they won't do these big like condensed pushes. Unless, that is, they get a BookBub. Now, BookBub is the third big benefit of being wide. Now, BookBub, of course, is a newsletter advertising service that advertises your books to, your discounted or free books, to a massive list of really engaged readers. And if you can get a BookBub deal, you will get a very nice bump in sales during that month. So everyone wants BookBub deals. Now the thing about BookBub is that they much prefer wide books. You can get BookBubs for Kindle Unlimited books. It's easier in certain categories than others, but the vast majority of um, BookBub deals that go out in the newsletters are for wide books. And that means that they have a wide audience. Now, when I used to be all, all into KU, all in KU, I would apply for a BookBub basically every time I got rejected, I'd apply again. And I never ever got one. And then the day, literally the week that I took my backlist wide, I got my first BookBub. And that year, I had seven BookBubs. I have had nine, no, I've had 11 BookBubs in total. 
all of them on wide books. I've never had a book pub on a KU book. And let me tell you, book pubs are amazing. And, it, you know, it's hard to make a strategy around a thing that's out of your control, because even if you're wide, you can't control, you know, will I get a book pub or not. But um, if you're wide, book pubs should be, applying for book pubs should be part of your strategy. So we know book pubs awesome. We know you can get great results from smaller promos in, in wide and that you're not so reliant on the Amazon algorithms. Other things that you need to know. So I want to sort of talk about this. What I mean is that you're not sort of relying on Amazon's recommendation engine as much as Kindle Unlimited authors. So most wide authors that I know, if you looked at their ranks on Amazon, you'd be like, well, they're doing shit. They're doing absolute shit. But because they earn, you know, usually roughly around half of their income from non-Amazon platforms, they don't care about rank as much, often even at all. And that's super cool. It, it, you know, it can be a lot more chilled out, this kind of wide marketing thing. Other things to think about, so pre-orders on Amazon exclusively can be a bit hit and miss. Um, Amazon changes the way how they um, mark pre-orders uh, as, as you're ranking. And so long pre-orders on Amazon, you know, they, they used to be awesome for ranking on, on release week, then they were shit for ranking on release week, and now they're kind of like medium for ranking on release week, and there's a little bit of chatter around that they might have gone back to being completely shit again. Uh, so, and this, you know, it, it's really hard to know, but pre-orders on Amazon can be a bit hit or miss, but pre-orders on the wide platforms can be amazing. Most wide authors I know, um, they you know if they're launching wide, so if they're fully wide, um, they're often launching wide pre-orders a year in advance, and they just let the pre-orders stack up. And on some platforms, the pre-orders will, will have no positive, no negative impact on the release week, and on some platforms, the pre-orders will have a significant positive impact on release week. So pre-orders wide are awesome, and if you're launching wide, you should use pre-orders. Other benefits to wide, obviously you're able to try new platforms, so things like Radish, um, there's a lot of these like story, um, interactive story game kind of platforms that are coming up. Um, yeah, there's a lot of similar to similar to Radish, sort of like little chunks of story going out at a time platforms. There's all the library platforms, um, and library for me, for my wide list, is dramatically growing this year, so that's really cool. Uh, so you can try new platforms, and that's that's really awesome. Um, also, readers wide tend to be a bit more loyal. Um, they tend to buy less books because you know they have a budget. Um, but the books that they buy and the readers that they enjoy, they t uh, sorry, and the authors they enjoy, they tend to be very loyal. So that's very cool. Uh, and then the other the other benefits, there are many benefits. So other benefits are that wide authors tend to reach more of an international audience. So the other platforms, um, I'm thinking especially of Kobo, um, they, you know, they're focused a lot on reaching countries that aren't well served by Amazon. So this will be particularly important to you if you are, you know, like, so for instance, for me, I'm a New Zealand author. And if I was a New Zealand author who's writing New Zealand set stories, it's probably a good idea for me to look into wide because 
a lot of people in New Zealand don't use Amazon. Like, everyone in America uses Amazon, basically. But a lot of people in New Zealand use Kobo. Because Kobo is has a, an online store which is tied to our biggest booksellers chain. And that's very common, especially in Europe, um, in a lot of Asia. Uh, and so, yeah, so, so wide platforms can be great for reaching international audiences. And then another great benefit is about box sets. So on Amazon, if you price a box set over $9.99 US, you are only going to get 35% royalties instead of the 70%. But on other platforms like Kobo, you can get 70% royalties no matter the size of your box set, no matter how much you price it at. So this means that you can, for instance, bundle every single one of your books into like a $50 box set. And you don't put it up on Amazon, but you put it on the wide platforms. And you might only sell a couple of those a year, or you might only sell a couple a month or something like that. But that's 50, you know, that's 70% of 50 bucks. Like, that is good. And it's not going to cost you anything apart from, you know, getting the cover sorted. So those are some benefits of wide. So we're going to talk a little bit about the drawbacks. So the big one is that wide tends to be a slower build. Um, it can be much tougher to get established wide, especially if you're in KU heavy genres, genres where um, readers are used to books all being in KU. So often people, you know, I hear from people who have been in KU and then they take all their books, but they get really mad at Amazon. They often happens they get really mad at Amazon for something and they're like right I'm gonna go wide and they take all their books wide and they're like well I took all my books wide and my income's tanked and it's been a month and I'm sick of this and I'm going back into KU. If you go wide with books you need to give it a year and you need to give it at least a year of dedicated work. So not just setting your books wide and forgetting about them, but setting them wide and applying for promos and having a perma-free book and promoting it and telling your list and building a wide audience. And then you can say, maybe wide's not working for me. The other big drawback, and it is a biggie, is that when you are wide, um, you have to make any changes across all these sorting platforms. And it is really annoying. So if you want to update your back matter, you've got to update the back matter for one book across at least five channels, maybe more. You can make this a little bit easier for yourself by using a distributor like Draft2Digital who will take 10% of your royalties and they'll put your book up on multiple platforms so you only have to change the book file once. But there are there are benefits and there are drawbacks of using distributors, mainly that you can't do, you've got to put one file that works for all the platforms, so you can't have like platform specific URLs in that, um, in that file. Um, and also certain platforms have benefits for using that, you're going direct with that platform. So for example Kobo, if you go direct with them, you can get access to their promotions tab. And this gives you um, like sort of like monthly promotions where you can you can pop your books in. And that tab is worth the hassle of going direct to Kobo. Trust me, it really is. Barnes & Noble have a promo tab as well. Um, Apple, Apple was one that I, <laughs> I honestly go through draft to digital because it's so complicated and gross to upload to Apple. Um, Google Play, it used to be really blah, um, the platform itself, but now it's now it's pretty good and pretty simple, so 
you know, Google Play is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so this is a big drawback. And, and of course, you know, this applies for everything else as well. So anytime you're going to run a price promotion, you're going to have to change the price on all these different platforms. Um, anytime you change a cover, you're going to have to do that. Um, all these kind of things. And it, it can get annoying. You also have to keep track of all the, like, um, the URLs of all your books. So... If you want to give people, you know, where can I get my, where can I get your book? You know, you're going to have to go on five, five URLs. So it's very good to keep like a metadata file of your books, all the the links that go with them, um, like even like the Goodreads page, maybe a tagline, um, just kind of all that stuff that you always forget um and just keep a swipe file of that and you can just go to that file and be like oh i need that link so find the link in the file pretty simple so that is the benefits and the drawbacks of kindle unlimited and wide so what i want to do now is just quickly talk about what i do and why i do it so what i do is i sort of do both so I launch my books into Kindle Unlimited, and I do this because I am in a genre that's very Kindle Unlimited heavy, and a lot of my readers hang out in Kindle Unlimited. So I see the job of my front list, so of the, the books that I'm you know, just releasing, is to build new, is to build the, my readership. So it's to pull in new readers who are going to go and read through my backlist, who are going to be obsessed with me, and then go read through all my backlist. And that is the job of my new books, to find new readers. And the easiest way for me to find new readers in my genre is in Kindle Unlimited. So I launched Kindle Unlimited. And then what happens is after a couple of years, sales on a, a series, especially once the series is finished, once the box set is out, for, been out for a while, they, they, they dwindle off and the page reads dwindle. Um, you know, it's less than less people are sort of finding that series. And that to me is the time when Kindle Unlimited stops being really beneficial. You know, I've run a few Kindle Countdown deals and done a few promos and, you know, the series just, you know, it's just not going to perform as well as it did two or three years ago. That's just a fact. So this is the time where I take the series wide. And I take the series, the full series wide at the same time. Now I do this because I view wide as my long-term strategy for my backlist. As my backlist grows, so does my wide income. And having a wide income is a great way to kind of, you know, as we talked about, not have all your eggs in one basket. I get like five little payments every month instead of just my Amazon at the end of the month. And I spread my risk um, and I build, I'm building that international audience. Other authors do this wide KU thing in different ways. So a lot of people will actually launch wide and then, you know, again, after the books have dwindled a bit in the sales, they will take the books into Kindle Unlimited. Um, but they'll, only, they'll usually only do it for a limited time. So they'll tell their readers, these books are going to be in KU for three months and that's it for the 90 days and that's it. So you want them, grab them. And they, so their, their Kindle Unlimited readers know that if they want them in Kindle Unlimited, they have to wait. Otherwise, they could buy them. Other authors will do things like launch wide and then after, and it, just so that their wide readers have like a week or a few days to grab the book at the wide platforms, then they will tear the book down and they'll put it in KU and they basically leave everything in KU. I don't like that that one as much personally. I think it's just 
gives it like quite a bad kind of bad taste in my mouth for those wide readers um, but that's just me a lot of authors find success with that method um, obviously you could also be completely wide or completely in Kindle Unlimited one thing I would not do is I would not mix KU and wide in the same series so whatever you do do it by series but don't for instance put book one in the series perma-free and then have the rest of the series in KU um, it's just yeah, it's just it, it, it's not it's not a system that's going to work very well for readers. You know, trying to get readers to jump platforms like that is just it, you know everyone has their preferred platform. They're going to stick with that platform, so don't make life more complicated for them. It just makes them grumpy, and grumpy readers don't buy books. So that is my Kindle Unlimited versus Wide podcast. I hope you found this relatively useful. And I hope it's given you a new way to kind of think about whether your books should be in Kindle Unlimited or whether they should be wide. I'm really interested to know what you think about this, so feel free to pop on over to the Rage Against the Manuscript Facebook group and let's talk about wide strategies and Kindle Unlimited strategies. In fact, I think what I'll probably do is I might come back and I might do a podcast all about Kindle Unlimited strategies and one all about wide, and that'll be really fun. I also wanted to briefly mention that uh, very soon I'm going to be opening slots for mentoring for 2021. So this is a program that I've designed um, and it has lots of different options um, to suit all kinds of budgets and all types of writers. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's a one-on-one -on -one mentoring program where you can kind of get some time with me to talk about your writing and publishing. We're going to sort out your goals, we're going to work out your strategy, and I can help you through problems that you're having. Uh, I'm so excited to work with a whole new batch of authors in 2021, and I think you are going to get a lot of value out of it. So just keep an eye on the newsletter because it, you know, you'll be the first to know when it all launches. Um, but it's very important if you're interested in this to get in quick because last time I did this, the slots filled up really fast, and I don't want you to miss out. So I'm just giving you a heads up. Okay, well that's all from me for this week. Um, I don't know what the next topic's going to be, but it will be something exciting and something involving writing. Uh, I hope you have an awesome week, and until next time, happy writing! <laughs>